The call for proposals for Voice Summit 2020 is available now. Having the opportunity to speak at Voice Summit will be highly competitive this year. So if you'd like the chance to be a speaker at this year's event, fill out the form at voicesummit.ai and click on Apply to Speak. Proposals are only open until January 31st, so be sure to get yours in now. That's voicesummit.ai and click on Apply to Speak. What if you could create a business off of your voice skill similar to an app? Gordon Collier is doing just that with his recruiting skill, My Career Fit. Learn how he found a need to a real problem, how he created the skill, how he's getting attention, and how he's creating a business with it. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Kerry Roberts. And today, my guest is Gordon Collier. He's the founder and CEO of Pipeline Search Solutions and My Career Fit, the first job search voice assistant on Amazon Alexa. Welcome, Gordon. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you so much, Kerry, for having me on. Now, you've been in recruiting most of your life. What excites you about recruitment and what problems were you noticing in the industry? Yeah, so I've been in the recruitment and talent acquisition space for just about 25 years. And I got into it. I mean, I, like most recruiters, they get into it generally by accident. There's not a, uh, a university education or bachelor's degree in recruiting. And so most people typically kind of fall into it as a sort of first step or first opportunity to actually get into like human resources. And I was working with a huge uh, corporate retailer, Circuit City, which I'm probably aging myself here that that organization is now gone. But I started out working for them and eventually sort of found my way into recruiting. And I really fell in love with it, mainly because it afforded me an opportunity to really help people. Like I really got the fact that there are a lot of people who are in bad jobs had bad managers, they were looking for new opportunities, or maybe they just wanted to grow professionally. And I got to be a part of that process. And so I really enjoyed that aspect of recruiting. That's why I decided to really kind of dig in and really kind of build my career around that. And I would say, you know, since the time I've started up until now, the recruiting industry, whether it's corporate or it's on the staffing and executive search side of things, it really changed back in the 90s, uh, mainly because of the internet. Prior to the internet, you had a, most recruitment advertising and marketing was done through the newspaper and through networking, like literal networking, phone calls, like meeting in person, right? The internet didn't exist. And so when the internet came along and uh, a guy named Jeff Taylor who owned a small HR consulting firm. They did a lot of recruitment, marketing, and advertising for companies in the papers. When the internet came around, he had a friend build a little platform and he started posting his clients' jobs on this platform. He called it the Monster Board. And uh, when he did that, things just sort of flipped upside down. It, all of a sudden, people were like, wow, this actually can be incredibly valuable. Because at that point, People were still trying to figure out, like, is this just a fad? Is this going to be around for a while? Can this actually be a value? Companies were still trying to decide how they would use 
the internet? Should they have a business page? That kind of thing. And so one thing led to another. And before you knew it, the internet really kind of flipped everything from a recruitment perspective upside down. It made access to jobs available to literally everyone as long as they could get their hands on a computer. They could find out more information about a job than just a little blurb that you might find in the newspaper because companies were basically cutting and pasting the entire job description into what eventually became monster.com. And so that really flipped everything upside down and changed the landscape of recruiting basically forever. The biggest problem that I think sort of came out of that is was exactly the fact that employers were now just simply cutting and pasting job descriptions into a web browser, like a Monster or a Career Builder or an Indeed, uh, Zip Recruiter. I mean, you name it, there's a bunch of them out there. The problem is those job descriptions are basically, they're created by human resources. They're made for compensation. They're extremely generic. They're very broad. They don't tell you much about the job itself, what it's going to take to be successful, what what are you going to be measured against. And so it's very difficult to really get a handhold on exactly what that job is going to be. And that's been a problem for a really, really long time. You know, of course, LinkedIn came around in the 2000s and really put people at the forefront. So now you've got, you know, connections and networks and you can reach out to people and recruiters can connect with people a lot more easily than they used to be able to do that. That's been helpful because you've been able to explain things maybe a bit more. But the biggest problem has always been how do you really communicate? And now that basically any company these days is essentially a technology company, what we've seen is I think over time a commoditization of jobs. You know, a sales job whether it's for a technology company or a retail company or a consulting company, the one thing that they do across those industries is bring profit to the company. It might be a little bit different in terms of sales cycle. It might be a little bit different in terms of the sales process. But at the end of the day, that job is exactly the same. I mean, I went out yesterday and I just I went to a job board and I typed in sales representative and I came up with 48 pages literally almost a little over 48,000 jobs with the exact same job title sales representative. And they all essentially did the same thing. So how does an employer, especially in this marketplace, with an unemployment rate so low, how do you communicate your value? How do you really get attention from your audience? And I really saw audio as probably the best way to do that. Video is great, but you've got to capture their attention. You've got to capture somebody's attention. You've got to convince them to sit there for however long that video is going to run. Even if it's a minute or two minutes, they've got to stop what they're doing. If it's a written, if it's a blog post or job ad or something on the internet, they've got to stop what they're doing to read that information. So you better be a really good writer (laughs) in order to capture somebody's attention from a written perspective. Audio, you can listen to audio at any time. You can multitask while you're listening to audio. It doesn't matter where you are. And so I created a podcast about a little over a year ago called My Career Fit. And I basically just started interviewing companies about their organization. I asked questions about their culture, their mission, their values, what they're about, who they are, why they exist, why they do what they do, and really kind of dig into their culture and what they're about, what they value. And how they, you know, if they're an organization that gives back to the community, how do they do that? And then we talk about uh, the different types of opportunities and career paths that they might be able to offer folks. And, you know, at the end of every episode, I always ask, what does it take for somebody to be successful within their organization? 
no matter the position, just what does it take to be a successful employee at, you know, X, Y, and Z company. And I try to provide real, valuable, insightful information that goes, you know, light years beyond just what you might find in a job description so that job seekers can be able to find a good fit, not just a job. You know, I think these days people really want to find an employer that they can work with, not just for. And so I try to provide that type of value through the podcast. And that really started to take off. I think we're a little over 3,000 downloads on that podcast right now. It's, it's across 11 different platforms, including Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and Google Play. And as that was take, kind of taking off, I was also at the same time beginning to realize voice assistant technology, you know, Alexa and Siri, Google Assistant. I was already using Siri constantly on my phone. Voice made a ton of sense to me. And so when I was introduced to Alexa, I was just blown away. And I really saw a tremendous amount of value. And I thought, I've got to find a way to move or at least add that channel to the My Career Fit uh, platform. And uh, so in uh, June, in partnership with another organization called Witlingo, I was able to create the My Career Fit Amazon Alexa skill, as well as the Google Assistant. And now people are able to search for jobs simply by asking either about job title, uh, location, or the company name. And uh, what they get back is uh, short snippets of information that come directly from the employer. It's not Alexa speak, talking about a job description or reading a job description to you. It's actual audio. Sometimes it's from the CEO. Sometimes it's from the actual hiring manager. Uh, sometimes it's from the hiring leader within the organization or recruiter or maybe a talent acquisition director or a recruiting manager talking about the organization, talking about the jobs and bringing that same level of value and insight that you would find on the podcast. And so people are able to hear directly from employers and it provides employers a way to really position themselves in their marketplace, you know, wherever they are, whether they're looking for positions all over the country or just within their particular, you know, local area they're competing against a, a number of other organizations that are more than likely recruiting for the exact same positions. So they, it provides them an opportunity to really communicate their value, their employer brand, and market themselves appropriately to whatever position they might be recruiting for. So let's go back for a moment. So you've been in this industry for a long time. You start with the podcast and then you kind of go into voice technology. What were some of the steps that you took to transition this into a voice skill? Because obviously, it's going to be a slightly different strategy for that than you would do online or with a podcast or in person. Right. So transitioning it, at first, it was a little challenging. The, the first time I did it, I essentially set up a skill on Alexa, basically through an RSS feed. And it was basically moving just the podcast itself. The challenge was that was that I had to consistently go in and update that RSS feed so that it would play the newest episode. Otherwise, it would just sort of like play them back to back. And nobody's going to sit there for, you know, especially if you're looking for something specific, you're not going to sit for 20, 30, 40 minutes, just kind of listening to one or two different podcasts. And so over time, I did some research. I looked at a number of different organizations and companies that, you know, I think what's really exciting about this space is that businesses are now being built on top of this platform in the same way that businesses were being built on top of, you know, the iPhone through apps. Facebook, I'm not sure Facebook even would have the level of reach that it has right now if it wasn't for being able to, to move from the desktop to the iPhone making it so easy to access your Facebook. And so I think that's what's super exciting about the voice space is I think that same thing is beginning to happen. And so you've got companies now like 
VoiceFlow and Witlingo and a number of others, VoiceXP that have been built up. And I started talking with some folks at Witlingo, Brielle and Ahmed, and um, was just blown away by their technology and what they were able to offer and basically built the Alexa skill and the Google action through their platform. And uh, it's been a terrific partnership and uh, they've been just tremendous to work with. They've been incredibly helpful throughout the entire process. And basically built it on top of that. And, you know, it's incredible. We launched it in, I think it was July when I kind of moved everything over to Witlingo. And since then, I'm now I'm up to probably about 100, close to 150 users right now, the skill and the action. So let's talk about how this works. If somebody is using Alexa, they would launch the skill and then kind of walk us through what the steps are. Yeah, so it's pretty simple uh, and pretty straightforward. So if you've got an Amazon Alexa or a Google Assistant, all you have to do is launch the skill or launch the action on either device. As soon as it launches, you'll actually hear me. Come on, I welcome you to the skill. And uh, you can search and basically kind of walk you through the directions, which is basically you can search for a job either through job title. So for example, sales rep, or if you are maybe in kind of a specialty area, you can search by your specialty. So instead of saying sales rep, you could say, tell me about jobs in sales. You can also search by location. If there are multiple positions in Chicago and Atlanta, New York, and you're looking for sales in either of those locations, you can search in those locations. If you know the name of the company that you're looking for, you can also search by the name of the company as well. So it's pretty simple. It's very straightforward. As soon as you choose a job title or location or either of those things, then that audio automatically comes up and starts to play. And they're short snippets. They're 77 seconds long. And the science says that most people begin to uh, lose interest beyond 77 seconds. And if you want to really want to remember something, you got to write it down. It's got to go get a pen. So I try to make it easily consumable and uh, full of value. And um, folks hopefully are finding this very valuable. And I think they are. It's starting to grow. And so from there, if they find a job that they like, what is the next step? It gives them the phone number or email to contact? Right. So right now, the call to action from the employer is generally, you know, if you're interested, go to our website, suchandsuchcareers.com. Or if there's an email, I actually had one employer actually give his work email so you could email him directly. That's basically the next step. But I'm super excited about building this out in the future as well. And so one of the things that's very challenging with voice as a whole is the search feature. How did you create a search feature within your own voice skill so that people could find something based on location or company or type of role? So the actual search function, I have to be completely honest with you. I don't know behind the scenes how that actually works through Witlingo. So I'm using the Witlingo software and those guys work their magic to make that happen. But basically, you know, I think... When I first built this out, initially it was, you know, I envisioned it working in the same way you would on a desktop. You know, you go to a job board, you type in a job title, or you've got to go here and do a drop down, you go to the next page, that kind of thing. I had sort of built it out initially like that. So if you were interested in sales, you would choose sales. Then there was a number of companies there and you would choose that company or that particular job. And you just sort of like move through this sort of almost like ladder. But I felt like the skill needed to be flatter. It needed to be more ask a question, get a result. And that's what I liked about the Witlingo platform is because you just simply ask the question and it pulls back that information immediately. Now, people are always asking about monetization when it comes to voice. And I know this is a fairly new skill and company for you, but do you mind sharing how this has become a way for you to monetize and make money or if there's a way you're thinking it will in the future? 
Oh yeah, it absolutely will. I'm not doing it right now. I'm not monetizing right now, but I will starting next year. And uh, essentially it won't be something that a user pays for. It'll be something that, you know, the customers are paying for. So the companies that are posting these job ads and um, I'll be working with them directly on payments and that kind of thing. So it won't be anything you'll actually need to do through the skill or the Google action. Now, what do you suggest for people to do when they're considering to create a voice skill and use it as a way to monetize for their business? I really think there's a couple of different ways, you know, especially with Alexa, you can either build out a a full skill that can do a variety of different things, or you can do a flash briefing. And, you know, it depends on what the challenge is that maybe your audience is facing. You know, whether you've got a product or service, I think the best place to start is always what is the biggest issue? What's the biggest challenge? And how could voice potentially be able to answer that challenge or meet the ability to answer or address that, uh, that problem? And I think that's where you have to start. I know there's a lot of skills out on Amazon Alexa. And I think the challenge is sometimes early on. I mean, I think it, it just happened to be, wow, this is a new platform. Let's play around. Let's see what we can do. But I think you are beginning to see more and more skills being built and created around solving an issue, solving a problem. And I think that's the biggest thing that a company or a small business can do with, with Alexa. I mean, gosh, I think one of the best things that somebody could do right now is in real estate. I think every real estate agent, every real estate broker, anyone who's, you know, is buying homes and putting them up for rent, the best thing you could do is create skills for your customers. You could create a skill that, you know, addresses, you know, what homes are for sale currently in a particular marketplace. Maybe you have multiple homes that you use Airbnbs in. You could put an Alexa in each one of those and create a skill and have a ton of information in there about you know, local restaurants, the best places to go, the best theater to go to, things to do in town so that they could just say, what's the best restaurant? And your Airbnb skill would come back and provide that level of information. So again, I mean, you think about what the problem is and how voice can solve that. And I can almost guarantee you, you're going to find a way to do it. Yeah. And I like the examples you gave because, you know, a lot of what I've learned from interviewing people on this show is that voice can be local or global. So it could be something just for your customers or just for your employees or just Mm -hmm. for a very small niche. It could be a global thing, kind of what you're talking about. I mean, there are just many ways that you can utilize it. It doesn't have to be just one way. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think Gary Vaynerchuk says this all the time, reduce as much friction as you possibly can between you and your audience. And Voice levels the playing field every time, every time. That's one of the reasons I built the My Career Fit voice assistant because it allows employers to level the playing field. It reduces that friction. There's no tapping. There's no going to a website. There's no going to this or that and scrolling or logging in or anything like that. You just simply ask a question, use your voice and find a job. And I think you know, for any business that has a product or a service, you can do that. You know, and I think my daughter, in fact, just recently went to college. And um, the first thing that her roommate did was set up her Amazon Alexa device in the dorm. Uh, they have a smart dorm. The dorm room is so small, they can just flip the lights on and off, but they have Alexa who can just turn it off for them. But my first thought was, wow, a professor could easily connect with his students by creating a skill specific to his classes. So you could find out, oh, is class canceled today? Is class on? You know, what, when are the office hours? What's the syllabus? What's due tomorrow? What's due in a week? What are the big projects? Any particular information. They could set up a flash briefing 
You know, if, if uh, class is canceled, they could always be a flash briefing. You know, hey, is Alexa, tell me about class today. Is class on or not? And they can find out. I mean, you can reduce that level of friction just within an instant between you and your customer base or whoever your audience is. It's unbelievable. I think we have, the world is going to change drastically, I think, mainly because of voice in the next few years. I was thinking maybe drastically in probably the next five to six, maybe 10 years, but I really think it's coming faster. The adoption rate of the whole thing is just taken off. People are really seeing it as valuable. It's now in your car. It's on your phone. It's in your living room. It's in your kitchen. It's in your refrigerator. <laughs> it's in your microwave. It really is drastically changing how people interact with businesses and brands and products and services. It's changing everything. So I think we're really going to see some incredible things happen in the next few years. Yeah, I cannot agree more, which makes me so excited about this industry. Again, the creativity behind all of it. Where can people learn more about you and access your skill? So I am all over LinkedIn. I would say nine times out of 10, I am always on the LinkedIn platform every single day. My career fit is uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Of course, you can find the My Career Fit skill on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. We also have a flash briefing, which is called the My Career Fit Scoop. Uh, you can add that to your morning routine. It's basically a short news headlines. We feature companies and provide career advice in short 77-second episodes. Yeah, it is My Career Fit. You can follow the business page on LinkedIn. I update all of those social media platforms with any new jobs, any new employers that are posting. And uh, I'm Gordon Collier on LinkedIn. Send me an invite. I'm happy to connect. I'm an open uh, networker. So uh, hit me up. I would absolutely love to chat. And the last question we like to ask on this show, although your skill is kind of one of them, is what is a favorite flash briefing or skill or experience that you're using right now besides your own that you really like? So right now for me, because my days are so busy sometimes, if I can't get out to go for a run or if I can't get to the gym, the seven minute workout, I loaded that up on my Amazon Alexa skill. It was one of the first skills that I added to my Amazon Alexa. So uh, if I'm having just a super busy day, I know I can get a really intense seven-minute workout. It works, runs me through some cardio, some strength exercising, and it's perfect. It meets my needs and uh, probably my favorite skill right now. As far as the flash briefings are concerned, man, I have a whole bunch of them that rotate right after another. I think I probably have 10 of them. So it's news. Of course, it's the weather. If I need to go somewhere, I can get directions. And then uh, I love uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. So I've got his flash briefing in there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Gordon. And congrats to you on solving a problem and working to kind of build this new skill. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carrie, for having me on. It's been a blast. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at modev.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.